ever feel like you've been run over by negative emotions? Does anxiety just get the best of you? Well, perhaps people around you are upsetting and you're always stressed around them. Well, there's a way of peace within those violent storms of emotions. There is a way, and today I want to show you the absolute perpetual peace for living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering, manifesting kinetic believers all over the world. So glad you are here. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. Email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Any questions, comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Miss Megan, greetings, my friend. Greetings. How are you today? I'm good. You always get me laughing right when we're going in. (laughs) You are so easy. Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's no great accomplishment. It's true. Somebody get Megan laughing. No, I think it is. I think I laugh at really funny stuff. I mean, I think I could just put my thumbs in my ears and go, hang on, no, no, no. No, that's not funny. No. (laughs) <laughs> how was your weekend? Um, not, not that I don't know. But it was harrowing. Was it? it was? It was harrowing. I'm so thankful for you. But fun. What's a weekend if it's not harrowing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but you you certainly had one. Oh, my. And, you saved me. You saved me. Well, it was an easy save. Oh, man. We went I'm bouldering. Glad you were there. We went bouldering on these huge rocks that go right up the middle of a waterfall, and yeah. they... A little slippery, huh? Well, you know, it looked dry, but it was not. And I just, it, I Aww. felt like, it, you know, just on the cartoons when a rug is pu- really literally pulled out from from under someone, it, it felt like that. Both my feet just, I didn't have a chance, but you, so. you grabbed me. Yeah, kind of uh, time oh, stood yeah. still for, for just a moment, didn't yes, it? Yes, yes, it did. But It was a beautiful day and a little cold, but we did take a picnic and went out bouldering and slippery and you you kind of went down to the edge and yeah but you were wow. there you were there pretty quick too because i remember you being kind of far up ahead of me but you were you were back in a flash are you kidding me it was miss maggie <laughs> <laughs> no maggie oh, i love that our idea of a picnic you said we had a picnic um is cookies and coffee <laughs> that's our picnic always yeah yeah it was so fun and i gotta say that it was beautiful I mean, getting to the top and just laying on a rock in the sun. Oh, my goodness. At the top of a waterfall. Mm, But you know what? It was a coconut-enhanced coffee. And in your own words, there's nothing like it. On a cold day, kind of warming on a rock. Oh, my goodness. Heaven on earth. And honestly, the the slipping, the kind of scary experience just, just made it more fun. It makes me feel adventurous. So. Uh, I care so much about you. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad cr- you're here. Don't cry, Steve. I'm fine. <laughs> Today, oh. and this is so appropriate. I was going to say, this is perfect, actually. Absolute perpetual <laughs> peace. How do you have yes, that? How do yes. you maintain that? Mm. Uh, even when the rocks are slippery. Even when you're holding on by mm. a finger. <laughs> well, let's, let's jump right in. Absolute perpetual oh, peace. You yeah. got something to write with? I yes, do. You do? I do. All right. Let's, let's get started. Okay. When... When we go back, hmm, let me just take a moment and think, meditate, let's get into the head space. Okay, peace. When, when we go back to the beginning for understanding, societal, functional interactions, the, the way that humans 
interact and have always interacted from the initial primal instincts as just it was a, a really it's a presumed necessity for basic survival. The way that human beings are wired, uh, the basic instinctive survival techniques and the, the cultures that have been generated from those instincts over centuries, thousands and thousands of years, when we realize that they were initially formed from within those competitive aggressions, in other words, for, let me say it this way, for, for humans to acquire from the very beginning anything, they've always competed for the prize. Um, fundamentally, all aggression, all aggression in life, all aggression on this human aggression, all aggression is rooted in fear and is negative source energy. So in competition, in cultural competition worldwide, the ego continually is being challenged. Mm. Am I good enough? Uh, wh why did you say that about me? I'm, I'm better than you. I have to be better than you. Nobody likes me. Everybody likes me more than they like you. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with me? All that stuff. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with everybody? How much do you make? How much do I need to make? How much, how much more do I need to make so I can take what I want and have what I need to have? And negative source energetics, a downward spiral. And it leads to decay. It leads to the diminishing life. All violence, all violence stems from the competition of confrontation. The fruit of which is excited nervousness. It's agitation doubt, it's anxiety. Um, however, look, there is a way for every single person to end the negative spiral, that cultural influential negative spiral and align with the advancing life, peace, prosperity, health, joy, happiness. When we become positively aligned, the energetics of our immediate environment begin to change circumstances begin to change, life begins to change, relationships, everything begins to change around us. It's the energetics aligning with like kind that manifests change. There is a universal substance to intelligence which permeates all things throughout the universe. And it is the mindfulness of creative thoughts. It is, it's the mind of God. The substance of which is contained within the blueprint of the universe and that's where all thought forms exist. Wow. Um, you know, that got me thinking. You've, you've, just, you've taught us about knowing our mind, uh, knowing the thoughts of our creator, um, and that there are creative thoughts or, 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 you know, original desires for us that are good. So mm -hmm. these are perfect for us, unique to us. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering, how do we actually begin to recognize that specific best choice for our unique selves. Mm. Well, as kinetic believers, we learn to master the universe around us. And it, we do so by aligning our unwavering desires in order to attract our highest viewpoints, the, the holistic version of self. And we do that to manifest those desires to form, to actually literally manifest and form. The counsel, the, the wisdom of our creator becomes us. 
You know, we talk about revelation knowledge. That's where, you know, you we're not seeking to become joyful. Joyful becomes mm, us. Right. We're not trying to become prosperous. Prosperity becomes us. Yes. Happiness becomes us. Which, Health becomes us. Which is a huge differentiation. That's always been a big mental shift for me to step into is this idea of you're not apart from these things that you're manifesting. You are activating them, becoming you, becoming part of your DNA. I just, what a you know, what a huge boost also just to your identity that you're seeing yourself as these things. Maintaining that desire is maintaining the energetics for mm. that and like kind attracting like kind. Yes. And that's that's quantum um that's quantum physics. It's the way that right. faith and the substance of it works. Mm. When we ask for the substance of wisdom, for example, and we gratefully receive the wisdom of our best lives, um that that's where the manifestation begins, the attraction is beginning at that point. Look, we were created in the image of the creator. We know this to be true, not only faithfully and not only is our belief uh, adhering to that, but it's also been proven scientifically that there is a creator for the universe and it's freaking scientists out that don't know what to do with information. But our creator has the ability to choose. That The ability to choose is the creator. Created in the image of the creator, we also have those same abilities to make decisions and choices and then enjoy or suffer the consequences. Mm -hmm. We have the creative ability in order to make choices. In other words, our choices make us. Right. We make the choices and the choices become us. The choices become our fear, the substance mm -hmm. of which uh, leads to anxiety, or the, the choices, the substance of our choices leads to success and prosperity mm -hmm. and abundance. We make the choices that make us, and this is the law of reciprocity. Our thoughts create our convictions or our articles of faith for the purposeful um, practitioner of kinetic belief. Our convictions and those convictions are what makes us who we are, the substance of which becomes us. Our thoughts permeate the universe around us. And in quantum physics, this is known as quantum entanglement. It's just like kind attracting like kind. You know, the way that you're describing that, that law of reciprocity, reciprocity it really gives us a good visual sense of of this idea that you know if if you don't see it that way if you keep if you insist on seeing these things that you're wanting to manifest as set apart from you um it just it, to simplify it probably oversimplify it i just imagined you know a winter coat in a in a store window and you know that's the version of you keeping it at arm's length and saying i want this thing and i want to have that thing as opposed to saying it's a part of me. It's mine. It belongs to me. I, I am that coat in the window. And you go in and you put it on and you buy it. It's, it's almost like if you have this broken concept of what that, re that reciprocity really means, you're actually keeping things away from you that, you, that you're supposed to be bringing toward That's you. That's a really good visual because when you look at the coat, you say, I want it to come to me. What are you saying? You're actually, energetically, the coat is becoming you. It's becoming one, you're attracting that into your life. Yeah. You're attracting it into your circumstances. Mm -hmm. So some of our thoughts, when they are being, when they're being emotionally aligned, are intentionally constructed from the subconscious, which we talk quite a bit about to subjectively align our beliefs with some kind of past negative experience. So our thoughts, when they are being purposefully positive as a kinetic believer, they actively oppose the negative source energetics and the intentional use of kinetic belief then aligns our life experiences to harmonize. Hmm. 
with our best expectations, to be harmonic with that and to be agreeable and to lead to our best lives. The, the substance of our inner being, Megan, will either know and think according to the ego of our practical experiences, emotions, and feelings, or the substance of our inner being will adhere to the inspiration from the thoughts and desires of the universal mind substance of our Creator and our Creator's best intentions and desires that are born from love, unconditional love for us, to be able to enjoy and experience our best lives. I love that idea of the Creator's best intentions. That gives you sort of a warm fuzzy about what you have coming. The, the Creator's best intentions have led to an advantage universe toward perfected completion and then it's our choice our decision as to whether or not to align our lives our souls our mind body and spirit with the advancing universe Mm -hmm. or to be a contradiction which is to then um, diminish and to which is the opposite of advancing it's fear-based right it's negative energetics and it leads to sickness and disease Mm -hmm. and Right. And everything wrong. The opposite of that expansion that you're always telling right. us to look for and to pursue. Mm. So, yeah, the, the create the bias, which was there before the Big Bang for all of creation, which according to God particle research in quantum physics is the substance of the creative intelligence for every form and design and and it's unlimited. Now, since it's unlimited, who are we to look around and limit resources according right. to what we see? Yes. It's unlimited. Mm. The substance of everything created came from a substance that is not yet seen. It comes from the microscopic rather than the macroscopic. Isn't that our ultimate goal through all of this is to stop limiting self because it all does come from within. You know, we're all we're generating this life from, like you always tell us, from our mind and our thoughts and our words and all that. It's like that's the never-ending thing that we're trying to do is, you know, get rid of all of these self-imposed ceilings that we, you know, have been taught how to how to impose on self for so long. Well, yeah, and that's what that limitations do just that. You know, the kinetic believer doesn't look around to measure possibilities for success by according to what they see. Measurement for possibilities comes from within and understanding that all things are created from things that are not yet seen. Mm. So in other words, whatever we can think of or imagine is not only possible, but it must form when we hold our thoughts or imaginations unwaveringly for things to form. In other words, we have access to more than enough substance to create whatever we can think of or imagine. And this right here is where we have emerged to. We have become um, enlightened to this place in 2020, to, to this moment right now. And that is this, that we know, not as a matter of faith, but right now as a matter of kinetic belief, which is what faith has believed and science has seen. Kinetic belief is what faith has believed and science has seen. The yeah. emergence of those two. Yes. And the law of attraction is the subset theory to the evidential universal law of kinetic belief. Wow. Now, why is this so vital to our inevitable, inevitable success as creative creators? Why is this, why is this so important? to understand that we were created in the image of the creator of all. It is the life-expanding, universe-expanding genius of our creator that is never confronted by the competition 
that we began the, the podcast talking about, the competitive nature of, of humanity, understanding the genius of our Creator <clears throat> and that it's that idea is never confronted by competition means that we're never confronted unless we choose to be by competition. It's a matter of choice. It is this one perfect genius that is never challenged by nervousness, agitation. It's never challenged by fear or anger, all of which are just tacits. These are just um, elongated tacits of negative source energy looking for someone to attach themselves to. You know, in the past, you've really given us a good sense of th- that competition is the killer of creativity. And we've always sort of seen those going head to head. But I like how on today's episode, you're, you're really revealing that when you lack peace and when you do lack that that deep rooted sense of of, of being at peace with yourself and, and with your life, when you lack that, the competition is going to be the culprit. And that's so true. And I love knowing that when you're lacking that sense of peace, you need to take stock and see what competition you are involving yourself in. And I, I just, I, again, you've, you've always really connected it to, okay, this is going to kill your creativity, but, but connecting it to peace, that's, that's huge because that gives us a sense of what do we do? How do we get out of this, the, these dark times? Because that's what lack of peace is right it's just that heavy that heavy feeling that feeling of pressure um so that makes so much sense it's incredibly illuminating yeah that that competitive sense uh, that comes from lacking peace and you you know someone that often finds themselves underneath that mm. um just has it's an instinctive drive to somehow start swinging and fighting back and will you condemn me i'm going to condemn you i'm going to judge you i'm going to tell you what's wrong with you let me tell you what i think is wrong with you right. and all of those things it's just trying to in the wrong way come out from underneath negative energetics right. and first of all understand that it's not the one percenters it's not just those people that you admire that seem to be having these marvelous wonderful life experiences no every single person Everybody has complete, total, unadulterated access to the creative force of the universal genius, the substance of which it's the universal mind of all creation. Anyone can do this. And this is the peaceful, loving, harmonized application of all wisdom and all power and authority and dominion. It's the, the beauty, it's the majesty and the wonder, wonder of creation, which is this, Megan, that we can align ourselves with our original source, positive, life-giving substance in order to advance our mind, body, and soul toward that perfected completion. And a person who doesn't know how to do this is just retreating from perfected completion. Mm. And, and it's usually not knowing. People perish, like we talk about often, from a lack of knowledge. The results are and we see it all over the world and it's experienced in all these various degrees and you have just for example in the sudan of africa you've got a a a variable degree of of suffrage that comes from lack of knowledge all over the world and you just see it in various degrees all over the world in alignment with the day-to-day subjective beliefs of culture of countries of governments of the individual while they're just passing through their negative experience Okay, so once that once we've actually manifested the the wisdom that you're talking about that we're looking for to make decisions that are in line with that are aligned with our original genius of purpose, um, 
how do we continually align with that original peace and joy of purpose? Um, what I'm trying to say is with, with all the choices that we're faced with every day, day to day, day in, day out, how can we be confident um, that our desires are actually the correct desires? How can we know ourselves enough to, to feel so rooted in that? Great question, because, you know, when, true, when we look around, there are so many seeming choices we can make. And if we don't know, if, if we're not aware of those, well, just give it a minute and somebody, a commercial is yeah. going to show up. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to call you or there'll be a knock on the door with another salesman, another pitch, another idea, yeah. another subjective belief. Somebody. God, God forbid that there's some really catchy music along with the with the commercial Sold. too. <laughs> you know, I love Aerosmith, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be a ballerina. Right. Okay, I mean, you know, <laughs> right. we're all so open, That's so it. it's hard to feel like you, you know, even when you think you know, you know. And also, I feel like that question is also rooted in this lack of trust in self, mm. because hey. You know, my past isn't the best track record, so how do you develop that? Sure. We begin by rewilding ourselves to the original purpose and oneness with infinite wisdom through kinetic belief journaling. Mm. We attune the nature of our original purpose uh, by unbecoming those knocks on the door, the the argument at the office, the the advertisement, whatever it is, by unbecoming every negative source influencer. And I'll tell you this, that the wisdom of our original genius of purpose as intentionally and artfully designed by our creator. Mm. When we align with the substance of unconditional love, there is nothing that compares with the peace, with the knowing of being loved, with the inner authority and the dominion that arises from within to confirm that, you know what, we can do anything. We can accomplish anything. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can get in our way. And we can build any kind of a business. You can attract healing and any amount of uh, prosperity and have the life that you may desire, whatever that may be. And and you can you can live that expression of the life that you desire and do it with confidence and do it without a sense of any kind of condemnation. All things are possible for those that know that who they are as kinetic believers. And it's when we agree with our creative purpose that we cannot be threatened by competition. And as such, we are enlightened through our creative purposes. Somebody will always, always says, well, I'm just not creative. And I, I hear you and Megan talking about playing music and, and, and she paints and you write music. And how will I ever make a lot of money? I can't paint. I can't play music. I can't sing. Creativity is nothing more than intelligence having fun. Mm. Don't follow after the dictates of that competitive world that says you got to you have to be able to paint great and sell your art to be successful. That's not it. You have intelligence. Have fun with that. That's your creativity. Mm. In other words, being creative doesn't necessarily mean that you are artistic or, or musical in some other in some way. Being creative simply means that our mind is designed in a way that enables us to make decisions and imagine new ideas and attract those to manifest these mm. these insightful creative moments in other words being creative is us having fun with our intelligence i really like that you use the analogy of being attuned to your original purpose it, it really made me think of when i haven't played my violin in a, in a few weeks that when i get it out it really needs to be tuned and I, i've always found that that process really fascinating because you would think that you're just listening 
looking for a tone to match up. But when you are tuning an instrument it, and you know that instrument so well, just like you know yourself so well in the process of tuning to that original purpose, it really is a frequency that when it it's almost like two puzzle pieces clicking together, snapping into place. And you go past the tune, you go up, you go down, you don't hit it just right. But when you hit that tune just right, that vibration, it's not even a noise at that point that you're corresponding with. It's a deep feeling. It's a sensation. And so I just love that idea that when you are ultimately locking into being attuned with your original purpose you're going to know it you're going to feel that sensation deep within you of that frequency Mm -hmm. lining up with your specific unique never before created frequency of who you are and that 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 idea just I just love that that's really good Megan because you know the human being who does not purposefully mindfully attune or tune their thoughts Mm. Um, to purposefully go and say, you know what, I've got these thoughts. These are my instrument. And they're either out of tune or they're in tune. And so I'm going to attune to correct my thoughts, to subjectively choose my reality, Mm. to align my kinetic beliefs, knowing that they're manifesting. And if I don't do this, I'm who knows what I'm creating. Yeah. It's probably the same kind of junk that I've been been struggling with my whole life. Yes. So I'm going to start tuning my thoughts and attuning them to begin building and constructing, physically articulating, twenty four seven experiences the the randomness and destructiveness of negative circumstances, but putting those down to purposefully attune and harmonize by aligning my expectations. Mm. Every human being is a creator, created in the image of the creator. And every soul on the earth is having a natural experience right now that has been uh, even because of the presence of the authority and dominion that we all have within us. We're all having that natural experience according to the this ability to create yes you know we're imagine a superhero that doesn't know that it's a superhero and every time it points at something it explodes <laughs> how long would it take to figure out that you've got a, a finger for a weapon <laughs> well it's the same thing with the human experience so we've we've been given the power of imagination the passion of desire and the determination of belief and what we do with this power is up to us here we are Right now, it's 2020, and yes, we have collectively advanced in our sense of awareness tremendously during the last 2,000 years. But the individuality of awareness has erupted to, it's, to reveal this full throttle ability of the genius of purpose within every single living being. Now the question is, what are you going to do with it? And i got to tell you this, that the peaceful overture of positive energetics which becomes us when we purposefully begin kinetically journaling our holistic life choices by creating these thought forms that agree with our original purpose, that elevates a person to their highest level of intrinsic peace, intrinsic joy, intrinsic happiness. When we begin this spiritual awakening of the universal genius of our purpose within our inner being, Oh my goodness, the reward is immediate. This is the one thing that we don't have to wait for a week or two or a (laughs) month to see. It's now. It's present tense now. Yeah. So the moment of our natural transformation to become one with our Creator's wisdom, we're changed from the death of the ego to the advancing life of peace and joy and happiness and prosperity and health, mind, body, and soul. 
it's our kinetic belief journaling that reveals the the uh, intention, the uh, motive, and the articles of faith. All these things, it reveals it to us. It reveals the original purpose for our expanding life. Mm. Wow. Um, you know, <laughs> why do you, it's kind of a, I almost giggle asking this, but why has it taken so long? <laughs> what took us so long? I mean, for, and I'm really just talking about that revelation knowledge, um, you know, in, in, in connection with our creative identity. I mean, why has it taken that knowledge so long to manifest? You said it's been creeping in over 2000 years. I mean, it, it does it just seems like if we're all the same type of being, why didn't this just lock into place day one? I mean, what took us so long? There is, when we try to interpret, <laughs> that's a great question. When we try to interpret energetics and you've got positive flow and you've got negative flow and then you throw those into the same, the same pot and you start stirring it all around. Well, that's a bowl of confusion. That is, that is a world that's being tossed to and fro. A nice big helping. It's a big storm you of something. You want some milk with that bowl <clears throat> so, of confusion. So you know, uh, do you remember... Um, Jane Austen's book, Sense and Sensibility. Do I remember it? Yes. You know that? I'm a, I'm a from, Jane Austen fan. Was yeah. that written early 1800s, mm-hmm. 1811, yeah. 12, 15, somewhere? Victorian. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a great example. What does sense and sensibility even mean? <laughs> the meaning of sense means the ability to act with restraint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or what the collective uh, society is called judgment and reasoning. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Good sense is to have reasoning and judgment. Well, so take away the, the takeaway there is that to have sense is to what? Is to have reasoning. Right. Well, what what are reasonings? It's logic based upon the senses. Right. Right. right? Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Sensual logic. Think about it. Forms life as conjectured by what we see and by what we hear. Mm -hmm. It's by the senses. So when we perceive something as being wrong with you, then the sense is to believe it. And wrong belief will attract wrong circumstances. Wow. And that's the correct way from sense and sensibility. God bless Jane Austen's book. Great story. So that's the sense. Now, and then the other option is sensibility which means to give way to feeling and emotion, the mm. way you feel feel yourself going through the day. Right. Sensibility. Well, these two qualities, to answer your question about confusion and why is it taking so long, these are the two qualities that represent the, the two heroines in Jane Austen's novel. Mm-hmm. And you had mm-hmm. uh, Eleanor for sense and you had Marianne for sensibility. Right. All right? There are no other choices, but these are the these are all those that are on the pedestal. So right. sense and sensibility tells the story of uh, that impoverished family focusing on the the sisters, which were the right. They were the personifications of good sense, common sense, and sensibility, which was the emotionality. Right. All right. So the spectrum was there. It yeah. was all there. So what does sensibility mean in sense and sensibility? The meaning of sense means the ability to act with restraint and judgment and reasoning, while sensibility <laughs> means to give way to feeling and emotion. And how, how do you feel about it? And those are, well, those have been the two choices for life. If this book was written today, it would be called Left Brain, Right Brain. <laughs> <laughs> so your two choices you know. for life, that's it. But now the kinetic believer has emerged. It's 2020. Enlightenment mm. has come, enlightened to purposefully align with the 
unadulterated, the undomesticated, rewilded genius of purpose, which is completely unaffiliated with sense and sensibility. It's unaffiliated with negative source influencers. And so here we are now being able to purposefully align our uh, in des- highest viewpoints for thought forms with neither uh, sensibility <laughs> or or emotions and, and feelings, but with purposeful right. uh, intent and alignment with our genius of purpose. Well, and what I, what I love about what you just said is it also gives you just such a good sense of sense of <laughs> does it now does it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it really but it really gives you a really nice vision that. If you are a kinetic believer and you're doing this and you're achieving this enlightened state and you are working through this expansion, it gives you this this idea that look at what you're actually doing. You are it's it's a massive, massive human achievement to be a kinetic believer, because like you just told us, it, it has quite literally taken us like 2000 years to reach a state of enlightenment because those senses and those sensibilities are so powerful and they can be so overwhelming and so strong. So if you're operating in this on this higher plane, you know, pat yourself on the back and recognize what a massive human achievement that you're experiencing. Mm, Well put. And you know, and here's the deal because until now, all of our choices have been wrong. Mm. Without knowledge, people perish. Yes, that's well said. Enlightenment always follows the one who asks. We have the ability to form questions, and we have a creative reason that we were established on this earth, and that's to ask questions. Ask, and you will receive. receive it. When a question is unwaveringly journaled and imagined within a thought form, the answer, the truth of wisdom always comes. In quantum physics, researchers are on the cusp right now of ascending to the intellectual heaven and the paradox of searching for our original source energetics between the microscopic and the macroscopic is that the revelation of discovery will finally be revealed to the scientific community just as soon as the searchers are able to humble themselves enough to discover the question to which the universe is the answer and the nature of that question in of itself will explain why it was possible to describe our creator in so many different ways for all these centuries. It's, well, it's as though science has been turned inside out through quantum discoveries. And it mm-hmm. now appears that the answers already surround us. It's the question that quantum researchers don't yet know. Mark Twain said that the two most important days in our life are the day we were born and the day we find out why. Wow. Isn't that true? Deeply, deeply true. (laughs) Nothing thrills me more than sharing in the experience of so many Mm. others at our rewilding retreats. I'm telling you, that is the most rewarding thing. We talk about it all the time. Others are, are discovering why they were created for this life experience. And equally important, how to kinetically believe to manifest their genius of purpose. Mm. Look, to become at peace within the energetics of joy, a person does not need to live in a peaceful place. That's one excuse that I've heard so often over the the decades of teaching. Somebody says, well, yeah, you know, Steve and Megan, I just, if I could live like you guys and travel like you and go from one beautiful place to another, sure, I could have peace too. Listen, that is, don't believe that. Don't believe that lie for a second. That comes from negative source influencers. Peace has nothing to do with living in a peaceful place. It's not the place. Mm -hmm. 
The space of our influence is changed harmonically to become the place of our peace. Yes. Understanding how to always be in a state of peace, which has a calming effect on the space that we occupy and all who enter into that space is appropriated through the purposeful practice of kinetic belief. Listen, an optimistically happy person embraces the journey of their soul through life, fully developing in their beliefs for a peaceful, calm, sound mind. And the greatest potential of all people is realized each moment that's lived imagining the peaceful life. And a person who's optimistically happy, in other words, that's grateful in the present tense for what they've imagined to possess, that is the person that has become the peaceful, joy-filled, creative creator that they've imagined to be. Wow, I love that. I love the idea that, you know, hey, let's just accept the fact that if we can't be, create that, that place of peace in the middle of Manhattan, then you won't be able to do it on top of a mountain. And that was a big realization for me too, you know, accepting that responsibility and saying, if I can't do it now, I won't be able to do it later. It's something that you carry with you. The kinetic believer doesn't have any excuses. We're creating our place. We're creating our best life. We're manifesting that regardless of where we go. It's manifesting. It is. And I love what you said just a moment ago too, about when you create your own place of peace, it's also this place that, hey, people can enter into it and experience that of you and with you, or they can stay outside of that. But either way, you have this, it's really like your own little personal vortex of, of, of peace and, and everything that you're believing for. Really good friend of mine emailed the other day, and we had a little conversation about the subconscious, Vincent, from Amsterdam. and hey, um, And he was, you know, we were talking about... Um, you know, manifesting from the subconscious, the power of the subconscious. And let me just give you a little gift today. Listen, tonight and every night for the rest of your life, I want you to take the, the last five minutes before you go to sleep. And I want you to realize that you're going to, you're going to program your subconscious mind during those five minutes. Your subconscious mind is most at home when you're unconscious. If you spend the last five minutes of your day, like most people do, reviewing all of the things that you don't like and who abused you and who was mean to you and who did this and who said that, and you're just constantly doing this with your mindful presence, you're programming your subconscious mind because you're now about to marinate for the next eight hours in your subconscious mind. And then when you awaken, you're going to rejoin your conscious mind from which we all originated. We're all just individualized personal expressions of that one thing that some call Tao or God or divine mind or creator or spirit. So we want to be real careful about how we program our subconscious minds. This is from the book of Job. In a dream and a vision of the night, when a deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering upon their beds, Then he opens the ear of men and seals their instruction. Hmm. When we are slumbering on our bed, our creator opens our ears and seals our instructions. Now think about that. What we place into our subconscious mind as we were about to go into this deep slumber is all dependent upon what we do the last four or five minutes before we go to sleep. We want to place into our imagination what, what uh, we choose to place into our imagination by saying, I am that, I am well, I 
am content. I am peaceful. I am calm. I am happy. I am prosperous. I am abundant. I am one with my Creator. Because at the basic core of our original purpose, our original self, every one of us are just that. So right now, I want you to just close your eyes and listen to this guided thought form for meditation. Here's what I would like for you to say to yourself at night. I know that I am pure spirit and that I always have been and that I always will be. There is inside me a place of confidence and quietness and security where all things are known and all things are understood. This is the universal mind of my Creator, of which I am a part and which responds to me as I ask of it. This universal mind knows the answer to all of my problems. And even now, the answers are quickening and manifesting and being attracted to me. I needn't be anxious for them. I needn't hurry or worry for them. When the time comes, the answers will be there. I give my problems to the great mind of all-knowing, to the awareness of love. I let go of my anxiety. I have confidence that the correct answers will return to me when they are needed. Through the universal law of kinetic belief, everything that I need for my creativity and my fulfillment will come to me through the law of attraction. So it's not necessary that I worry for this, only believe. For in the strength of my belief, my desire will make it so. I see the hand of divine intelligence all about me. It's in the stars, the flower, the forest, the stream, the field. I know that wisdom, the wisdom that created to form all these things is in me and around me, and that love will respond when I call upon it for my slightest need. I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect, therefore my body is perfect also. I enjoy life. For each day brings a constant demonstration of the power and the wonder of the universe and myself. I am confident. I am serene. I am sure. No matter what obstacle or undesirable circumstance crosses my path, I refuse to accept it, for it's nothing but illusion. There can be no obstacle or undesirable circumstance to the mind of love, which is in me, around me, and serves me now. This is the great lesson, and I know this within. Absolute perpetual peace. Mm. Wow. I feel very equipped to have the most Zen day of my life yet. Mm. Mm. Let's embrace it. Yeah, yes. Let's just allow it to become us. Yes. The Law of Attraction 100-Day Journal, it's a book that's been turned into a journal. It's been, um, oh my goodness, it helps to establish our personal genius of purpose, those articles of faith, the Mm -hmm. conviction for seeing our best lives manifest. And you know something about using this book is the one thing that, well, I can attest to, and I think you do as well, so many others, it's fun. Yes. I mean, it's a, having a blast doing it. A lot yes. of people are having so much fun doing it with somebody else and mm-hmm. friends are doing it. Yeah. Because the process of, well, of mastering the kinetic belief, which, you know, oh my, it's a journey. 
and it begins to manifest immediate peace and joy in the things we talk about while attracting abundance. Yes. And, and our health just changes. You know, we don't get sick, Megan. No, no. It's just, we, don't, we don't have colds. We maintain healing all the time. It's amazing. Abundance. Look, we, our dreams and visions are just simply those. It's the guideposts for blueprinting our perfected life mm-hmm. through the power of kinetic belief. And the KBs are doing just that using the, the Law of Attraction Guided Journal. And you can pick that up at stephencanyon.com. Um, you can get the hard copy version where if you're in the U.S., it's going to ship out the same day. And then if you are in Europe or another country, you might take about five to, to eight business days to ship. But either way, we can get it to you. Or if you're in a hurry, a real hurry, you can also get the digital version where you can get an immediate download the moment you grab it. Also, you're going to find the Genius of Purpose Workbook, which is a great precursor or um, even just a companion to that journal as well. Lots of juicy stuff on the website, stephencanyon.com. And if you want to enjoin the energetics of other kinetic believers, you can do it through the Facebook group. Yes, the private Facebook group. You just have to, you can go there through the website and you just have to answer a few questions to join the group so that we all understand and, and acknowledge that we're all kinetic believers in there. And it's just a beautiful place to exchange energetics and encouragement and uh, positive vibes only. Just say this, say, I am a creator. I'm a creator. A nonconformist. A nonconformist. Involved in the art of creating. Involved in the art of creating. I have perfect health. I have perfect health. Perfect wealth. Perfect wealth. And perfect peace. And perfect peace. I am created from the substance. I'm created from the substance. Of all things hoped for. Of all things hoped for. So the hope of all. So the hope of all. Is within me. Is within me. Wow. Awesome, Steve. Well, I just can't wait to go into this day filled with peace and expansion. And uh, thanks, as usual, for all the wisdom. I can't wait for tomorrow. Bye.